you seated already. You're already seated. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All right. Good to see y'all. Man, nothing like the presence of God. Whether you believe it or not, he's here. Just like the air that you breathe and that you can't see, he's here. Just like the air that you don't see, it's all around you. He's here in the same manner. Good to see y'all. I'm going to help some people today. Can I help? I don't know. That got like three people maybe. You're here because I know you need some help. My job is to help you if you receive me. I want to help the men and I want to help the women. All right. I'm short, but I can do the job. <laughs> All right. Don't listen. I, can I talk to the men for a minute? Can I talk to the foundation of the families? I got to talk to you first. See, God is a God of order. I want to help the men. I'm, this is, what's wrong with our society is the male. He don't know who he is. He don't know his purpose. I just need your attention for a little while. Because if you have an ear to hear what I'm going to tell you, it's going to help you understand who your wife is. No, you don't understand her. You don't understand that wife. I'm, I'm going to help you out today. I'm, I'm coming through the crowd, so. You got to understand this thing called a woman. You got to understand her purpose. And as I told you, if you don't know the purpose of a thing, you will abuse it. So you need to know the purpose of a woman. The male needs to know the purpose of him. Who he is and what is his job. Oh, excuse me. What his work is. I'm, I'm going to do just a little review because some folks won't hear and you need to hear this. So if you heard it, hear it again. And, okay. And please don't forget what I'm going to try to tell y'all. It's going to help your life. You got some issues in your life. You got some problems in your life that you just cannot fix. Come on now. You're repeating the same cycle. It's the same thing. You can't pull out of somebody when ain't in them. You can't pull it. And that's a lot of times that's what the frustration of our women is, is they try to pull stuff out of the man and he don't have it in him to pull out. Well. Women, am I right? No, you, you still love them, right? Yes. But you can't pull out of him what's not in there. Right. My job is to help you get what's in there. See, manhood is something else. Gotta break this down. See, we just, you know, this is this is how we don't know how to function with each other in the body of Christ, because in our homes we don't know how to function. So if my home is dysfunctional, when I come here, guess what's going to happen? Dis dysfunctional. Guess what's going to happen when you go to your job? You're going to be dysfunctional. You're going to short circuit. 
malfunction. If you don't know the purpose of thing, you will malfunction. If you don't understand the wife and the husband, you know, uh, relationship, you, it's going to be hard for you to have friends. It affects everything. Listen, the society starts in your home. It's not out there. It starts in the four walls of your home. That's what birthed the murderer. The rapist. The lazy man. It's birthed in the home. Not out there in society. You become a statistic in the society. But in the home, it's the problem starts there. So how are we going to serve God? And even understand what, who I am if I don't understand my purpose. Correct? So women don't know their, their real purpose. I'm trying to help them. I helped them yesterday. Amen. And, and the men don't know his position in the home. The man is the foundation of the family. Amen. There's only one foundation in every home. It's not multiples. And he, the foundation, you don't see the foundation. Do you? No, man. When they go sell a home, they want to say, listen, I want y'all to come and look at the lovely foundation. They don't do that. I want you to come and look at the lovely walls, the accessories, all those things, all those amenities. Never the foundation, husbands. The foundation ain't seen. But he holding up everything. It's too hard. No, you're designed to hold it up. But you don't know that because you don't know who you are yet. You think it's up, it's up to her. I told you, the woman is the enhancer. She expands and enlarges what the man is. Okay. Women get... I know the... I, okay, I'm going to say that. I know the men are with me. Did y'all hear? I know the women are with me. See, this is what the problem is. See, the woman, the Bible told the woman to submit. Amen. I told you yesterday, when you submit, women, it opens heaven. Oh, what the problem is, the men won't submit. The men won't submit. They have an issue with submitting. And I'm not talking about submitting to me. I'm talking about submitting to God first. See, if you submit to God first, you'll have no problem submitting to me. So this is why this is hard. See, this is in our homes. The man wants the children to do everything. Listen to me. Do this. Sit down. Be quiet. But he won't submit to God. So if he don't submit to God, how in the world are the kids going to submit to him? Let go to grandkids, too. I'm a grandfather. I know. Amen. See, this is what the man. See, he said, I don't know, but I'm going to help the man today. Amen. Well, at least start. At least plant some seeds out there. Just what you need. See, the issue in society is the father. You didn't have one. You had one that was in a home, but he wasn't a father. He was just there. So this is how, see, the father's in there to speak direction, give vision to the children. That's his job, is to give vision. He can't give vision if he don't have one. You can get one. 
if you just do one simple thing is yield. See, then you have no accountability. See, this a man with no accountability is in trouble, women. You, you're going to have a problem because he's not accountable to no one. So he can't lead you if he's not accountable. So wrong in our homes. We're talking about we loving Christ. We're doing this and that. No, not yet. We got to get it right in the home. We got to bring order back to the home. Husbands are the foundation of the family. That's God's design. Genesis chapter one, verse twenty six. That's the. That's the. You you read that, men. You'll find out what you why you created. You read any version. You'll find out why you were created. See, this is what's wrong. See, see, the lack of the father perpetuates, you know, the generational curse on our children. And I told y'all yesterday, the woman, what she does is absorbs her, her surrounding. She absorbs her surrounding. I told you the week before, she's a reflector of you. She reflects. That's her job. She, she reflects what you give her. But see, we just have men just have not accepted who they are. When the marriage is all, the woman stay with the kids. The man leaves. Very seldom do the man keep the kids. She, she absorbs her environment. She'll work two jobs and raise the kids. See, we don't understand our nature. What's innate? What's in you? Your nature. This is why a man can do what he want to do, because he don't understand his nature. And knowledge don't make you smart. Don't make you smart. You got to be careful because knowledge will make you prideful. Yes. Knowledge will make you prideful. You're not humbling yourself. Understanding manhood. You were born a male, but you have to become a man. Y'all hear me, men? You were born a male, but you have to become a man. You got grown men who are boys. You got grown men who are indecisive. How can you be indecisive? Because you were designed and built to make decisions. Then you got the man, the man of God. Then I like to throw in the player because he in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he in there. See, a boy that's a grown man mad when you take something away from him. Like a little boy. Just take his game away. Take his PlayStation away. What'd he do? He get mad. But you're a grown man. My question is, why are you playing games? That's my question. Why are you playing games? You play games to escape reality. You do that to occupy your mind with another venue. 
That's why you play games. And you call it enjoyment. But my house is falling apart. My relationship is struggling. Am I talking to anybody in here? So when you should be working, you playing. And your job is not your work. Your job is your skill. Your work is what brings you fulfillment. That's your gift. Most of us in here don't know our gift. And everyone in here has a gift. But you got to cultivate it. You got to tend to it. Adam, you got to protect it. You got to discover it. See, y'all don't understand. Work means what? See, everybody think work means you're doing something. Work means what? To become. That's what the word work means, to become. It also means to manifest oneself. That's what work means. So are you working? Are you manifesting yourself, Adam? That's what work means. It don't mean go and punch a clock. Hello? It don't mean go and punch a clock. Work means to reveal yourself who you really are to your creator. That's what work is. You get it mixed up. It's my job. See, and then your gift, they can't fire a gift, but they can fire you from your job or you can quit your job. See, but your gift goes with you. Your gift makes room for you. I can leave. I got laid off of my job 10, 15 years ago, but I can take my gift to any state, any nation and work because it's my gift. You can't fire my gift. You can only hire it. See, this is what it is. A man don't know his work. He think his job is his work. You Okay, I'm going to help you just real quick. I got a lot of ground to cover. Woo! Okay. What is manhood? We're going to go back and review because some of my men forgot. I can tell. I can tell how you're leading with your life. See, a man leads with his life. The average male is struggling with this question. What does it mean to be a man? A real man. Now, I'm not talking about a male. I said a man. A real man. Because you can produce some children, don't make you a man. That you can provide and take care of them. Now that is something we can discuss. What actually make a man? Why is manhood so important to the woman? Hmm. Do y'all women want to marry a boy or do you want to marry a man? Or if you're married to him already, do you want him to be a boy or do you want him to be a man? A man of what? See, that the women know exactly. They know exactly what they want, and they'll tell you. You don't have to guess anything with a woman. She'll tell you. She'll tell you. And you don't understand why she'll tell you. I'm going to help you why you understand why she'll tell you. It's not nagging. See, sometimes but you just got to beat that boy out of that man. It had, she had to do it to me. She had to do it to me. But look what it produced. A pastor. And I said, I won't ever go into church. I said, I won't ever go into church. Ever. I ain't messing with y'all people. These religious people. 
See how we do? I don't like religious people. I like relationship people. See, that's what we get mixed up with church. It's not religious. It's relationship. That's why, I know, that's why men, okay, that's why the church is filled with women, because they love relationships. That's why the church is filled with women, because they love relationships. Now, the boy wants to play. And the worst one is that one that can't make a decision. You're going to waste your time with that one. Mm-hmm. No one had to put a demand on me. You, this is what you want? Or you don't. Okay. Can't play with it. Woo! Oh. See, manhood. The key to manhood is his work. A man is defined by his work. I didn't say your job. Let me say this. If a man is not happy, come on, men. If a man is not happy with his work, he won't be happy in the home. Hello, men. Okay, I'm going to crawl through it with you. If you don't like your job, you're not happy at your home. You know why? Because your job doesn't fulfill you. Your job don't fulfill you. See, when you work, you can have no work, no job for months, and you still feel fulfilled. I still know my purpose. I'm still functioning in who I am because that don't define who I am, man, my job. But my work does. See, y'all don't even understand it. Y'all don't understand it. Y'all, y'all want God is a God of order. See, y'all want the woman before you want your work. And that's out of order. God didn't never do that. He placed him in the garden. Then he said, now work it. Woman didn't come until chapter 2, verse 15. She won't eat on the scene yet. First thing he did was have his work. Cultivate, tend, replace the garden. See, he had his work already before he got a wife. We want a wife before we get our work. Hello? Hey, women, am I helping y'all back there? How y'all doing back there? Welcome to Walker Ministry. Hey, what's up, Sean? How you doing? All right. Good to see you, man. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! Glory to God. Well, I want y'all to hear something today. Going to change your relationship. Oh, with you. My God. See, this is what we do. We, we, we come to church and, and it makes it boring. Because it's not applicable. I'm telling you, Daniel, in the lion den, I could go there and give you revelation about that. Yes, you can. But because you've been so religiously taught. It's hard for you to receive the relationship thing. And that's what's first. Man, that's what's first with you is your relationship with your creator. Not your wife, not your girlfriend, not your side chick. I'm just going to go all the way to it. I know, I know, I know. Pastor got to bring it down. But I got to talk to you where you at. Right? And then if the woman really understands who she is, she will never be the side chick. 
I don't care how old you are. Okay. Oh, coming down. I'm coming right on down the road here. I want to help some of these frustrated women and men. It's time. You need some help. You need to get it. But you're going to have to receive it. Ain't it right here? Amen. Hell say amen to that. See, hell is hell is a man who is under my mentorship. He is under my mentorship because you know what? He said, I want a wife. But he said something to me was so good. Somebody was trying to hook him up. He said, Mm-mm, no. He said, I'm not ready yet. He said, he told him I'm not ready yet. I'm trying. I'm getting mentored. I'm going to know who I am. So when I go to her, I'll be equipped. See, he, he got the teaching. Relationship, right? Work before marriage. Work before a woman. All you got to do is be patient. That's all you got to do. Get out. Got to get our husbands back in order, man. Amen, husband. Amen, husband. Want to get a husband back in order, right in line where you need to be, so you can fulfill your purpose. Your purpose ain't just to live, procreate, and die. You gonna have to put serve somewhere in there. My God, I ain't even got to. I need to go. Hold on. I'm going in here. Hold on. Hell, I'm trying to. I'm on, this is a continuous teaching right here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, hold on here. Hold on here. See, oh my God. This is, I need to help the women just for a second. Who in here wants to be married? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. If you ain't married, you want to be married, raise your hand. I'm going to get to the married people. Who wants to be married? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. <laughs> but there's a few criteria, y'all. I got scripture for you. I got scripture for you. I got scripture for you. But there's a few criteria first. Okay. Let me help y'all with some of these questions y'all need to be. Asking people. See, see, man, let me see where I want to go here. <sighs> okay. I got to get that men on their assignment. Got to discover who they are so they don't malfunction. Get them to understand the foundation and importance of the foundation. See, when you read Genesis chapter 1, 26, do we want to go there right quick? Hold on, we're going to go there. Man, I mean, hold on. See, the purpose of the man, this, I'm going to help the ones that say they want to get married, okay? The women. You're, I told you, the woman is the qualifier. You have to qualify the man fine. And God, listen, God, God don't put, God don't, mm -mm, mm -mm. he don't pick your wife or your husband. 
then you could go and complain to him, this is what happened. This, and he don't do it, you do. You pick it. Because I gave, I gave Adam that ability to choose. Hello? Wisely. You got to have wisdom. See, uh, uh, the man, see, first of all, ladies, see, Eden, and I told you, Eden means, it's not the, it's the Garden of Eden. Eden represented the presence and the atmosphere of God, of God's presence. That's what Eden represents. That's why you can't find it. You can't Google that and find it. Because it represents the presence and the atmosphere of God, your creator. Okay? So, it, my thing is, I want, this will help a lot of heartaches with women. This will help. See, first you need to ask them, do you know your work? And then the men, you should know your work before you go to her. Hello? And the thing she need to ask him, this is what you need to ask him. Do you love God's presence? See, and if he don't, you, you can just move him right on out the way. Next. Do you love God's presence. See, but this is the original. This is why God created man and placed him in the garden. I told you that meant God's presence. That's what it represents. It's the presence of God. Do you love God's presence? See, that would be the key. Do you love his presence? See, the women know what they want. The women know what they want. And if he don't, this is a dangerous man to marry. No, but he got a six-pack and green eyes. And he got some dreads, and he look good. <laughs> I'm serious. This is, how we, this is how we qualify. And he got a piece of a job. But he has no vision. He has no vision. He don't know, well, where are you taking me? Because you're leading me. Where are we going? Amen. Do you know where you're going? I got some kids here. You need to be able to speak in the light, tell us where we're going. See, this is how, see, what well, we choose the wrong way. Nobody helped teach y'all. You know, this is why when, 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 I, when you raise your daughter, men, and you treat her good, and you give her the things that she's supposed to have, a higher standard of living. Well, she won't just accept, you know, the Dollar General. So when I give her to you, when I give her to you, she, you should, she, the same standard that she's been accustomed to should be acquired when you come to her. Husbands. See, he paid for See, y'all, if you go back, he went and paid the price for her. He came to the Father. She goes from one father to another father. She is never to be fatherless. Father means source. 
No, you, she get with you now, she homeless. She just left her home. See, this is what happens. This is what happens. Because, see, it's the Father. It's the Father. I should be able to, I have, should have imparted enough into you. So you should know what should come to you and what shouldn't come to you. But our our fathers aren't in position, so they can't help our daughters. Because his father won't there and so on and so on. We want to know what's wrong with my family. You don't have to look far. See, he can't really truly love you. Women, until he really has a relationship and love God. Now, he can eros you. Eros, love, that's physical. But a woman, she wants affection. Now, the man wants sex, but the woman wants affection. I'm, I ain't even got it until yet. This is, this is review. This is review. This is not the whole team. This is just review. I want to know, am I helping some of the women back here? Yeah, I got back in the back. She said, amen. Amen. See, when you come to the house of God, you're supposed to get and be fed what you need. Holy Spirit should be able to minister to you what's going on in your life. Yeah. And right now, it's not Daniel in the lion's den. It's the home. It is the original um, concept that God had for family. What's the purpose of the man? How can he even understand this creature called woman? Marvelous. Bible says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are, you, you are the giver of life. That's what Hava means. Eve. Okay, okay. What is it? See, this is why the man just don't know. He don't know what's... Good God, did you know what you got your arms around right there? All right, now. You, you have... Dalton, you have, you are a giver, and she is a receiver. It's built in her nature. You know why? Because I told you, you are her source. And what comes out of you, what comes, this is why the men can't understand, why she keep asking for stuff? Why I just bought that? Because her nature is to receive. And your nature is to give. That's why you have a seed. And this is why she has a womb. No, see, and you're trying to go against the nature of her. See, what you produce is your, has claimed to your, you are the source. That's what father means. Pater. That's what Abba means. Source. Yoke, when you have your children, they don't go to nobody else and ask for them. They go to you. 
Because you are their source. Because you came out of them. The woman came out of man. She's supposed to come to her source. You came out of God. Your source, man, is God. Got it all wrong. And see, when he gave you in Genesis chapter 20, chapter 1, verse 26, see, then you're supposed to be now, you're supposed to have what he was telling you in the garden, that you have all of my resources now available to you. Now, now multiply. Now, plenish. Replenish. Now, take care of it. Protect it. But we won't do it. And that's the earth. Everything in here came out of the earth, man, including you. Everything, the glasses you're wearing, the glass that you're wearing, the fiber, everything that you got came out of the earth. Now have dominion over it. Of its resources, but you won't do it. You won't let somebody else do it. Who owns the concrete company? That, what does it come from? It comes out of the earth. What does plastic come from? Out of the earth. All the elements come out of the earth. Now he told you to have dominion over the resources of the earth. He gave you a tree. He didn't give you a house. Pull the house out of the tree. Pull the table out of the tree. He gave you everything. He, gave, he, did, he didn't give, here's the table. No, he gave you the seed. Now plant it. Now pull that tree out of it. Pull that, pull that, that five-bedroom house out of it. I gave you everything. Just look at the birds. Who taught them how to fly? I built it into them. Who taught the fish how to swim? I built it into him. Man, I, what's in you? See, but you don't understand who you are. You feel me back there, son? Listen to this. So, so they, he said, I created you in my image. Image means character. Characteristic. I created you in the image of me. That's what that means. You have his character. Then he said, I make you in my likeness. Likeness means function. So now you can actually function with the character. You can actually be the character of God because that's part of you and function like him. That's in you, but you don't know your image. Image means function. Function. Now you have the ability to function like me. Call them things that be not as though they were. But what you won't do is pray and believe. What we'll do is just pray. But we won't believe. There's another part. Pray and believe. No, you want it to see it. See, when you do that, you are now functioning in who you are. Now you are revealing, now you're working. Now you're revealing who I am to God when I pray and believe. Okay, fish fly. See, you, you don't know who you are. That's why you can't function. You let the internet tell you who you are or a book tell you who you are. Instead of the spirit of man tell you who you are. That's right. That is a part of God. 
See, this is how, how we mess up. No, no, you let it tell you who you are. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help wake you up. Your job is not your source. Because you can lose that. But your gift goes with you. The Bible said your gift makes room for you. You don't know your gift. You don't know your work because can't nobody fire a gift. They can hire one. What's in you? What is it? Your job? That's your... That, no, your job... Now, I was an artist. I could draw all... That was my gift. But everybody thinks drawing is the gift. Drawing's not the gift. Sight is the gift. That's the gift. I can see. So you go to school. I'm at good school. I'm not going against school. I'm not going against. But what I am, what it does is it perfect your gifting. That's why they had the school of the prophets. Because you can be perfected in your gifting. But you got to discover that. Can't, can't, no, can't no institution reveal that to you. It was what's in me already. I went out, try to build, try to go out and, and, and build the houses. Falling off the roof, folks dropping wood on me. I was like, wait, something's not wrong. See, I won't use it in my gift. My gift was just sit down in front of that computer and draw it. Oh, and go to school. I don't have a degree in architectural design. Yet, I can work with any engineering firm, architectural, mechanical, electrical. I can work with any engineering firm and draw what they need because I can see. That's my gift. So they, so they hire me. Oh, my gift, they don't hire me. See, and another thing, your job limits what you can make. Your gift, there is no limit. So I went from $35 an hour in my little cage to now when I can work on my own, I can charge 100. The same company that let me go a week later hired me at 100, but wouldn't pay me 36. Because they didn't hire. They, 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 they let go the skill. They let go my job, but they hired my gift. You don't know. You don't know your gift or your work. It's okay if you're working for somebody. Because I spent 14 years in the boardroom not knowing one day I would be on that table bidding. Don't despise small beginnings. And then what we won't do is we won't persevere. We give up. Then when you have opposition at your job, that's room for promotion. But you let your emotions and attitude block you, get in the way. You won't endure. That's why we come to church. It's hard for us to stay here for two hours without falling asleep. But yet you can play your game and never nod once. See, because you have nobody holding you accountable. Well, for me to be accountable, you want to be accountable to me, you're going to have to relinquish your will. Okay. 
This is my job. This is my job. Okay, here we go. This is my job. I, I haven't got nowhere yet. I mean, what time is it? Oh, we got some time, y'all. Y'all ready? Can we get into the teaching now? Woo! Glory to God. Woo! Whew. I told y'all, remember this, remember this, men. Work is defined. It means to become. It means to manifest yourself. This is what work means. It, it means to manifest yourself. When he put him in the garden, he said, he told Adam, he said, now reveal yourself to me by your work. Cultivate, tend, protect, guard, teach. That's his work. Same thing in your home. That's what you're supposed to be doing, men, in your home. That's your garden. Or, or do we have to do, where are you? Adam, where, where, where are you? See, you can survive out. Adam had to survive outside of the garden. But that's where the thorns and thistles were. That's where the hard struggle is. If two of you on earth would touch on Anything and agree. God's on the scene. All right now. But we won't. We're not in agreement. We're not in agreement. We're not in agreement. We're not in agreement. You see, we can only come in agreement if we're in covenant in agreement with God. Other than that, you are deceived. Because God can't lie. You have to settle that, that God cannot lie. That's right. That's right. Oh, he answered prayer. Yes, he but he don't answer it when you want him to. Okay. He answered it when it's the right time. Praise so God. when he show up, you know it was God. Right. At the last minute, last hour, he show up. He just want to know, are you faithful? Because I'm faithful to my word. Come on. Okay. All right. Ooh, all right. Where we going to go? Okay. Man, I got a plethora of things up here. I'm just trying to be led of the Spirit. So when the Spirit leads you, He's going to give the person that's sitting out there in that pew exactly what they need to be equipped. My God, for what is coming. Mm. First, y'all women, y'all better find out these men know they work. And do they love the presence of God? See, the woman, she, she loves relationship. She built for that. My God. I'm going to get it. She's an incubator. I'm like, oh, oh, we're going there. I'm going to go there with y'all. By the woman. I am learning, man, myself. Okay. She is me. Adam said, that is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. That is me. Amen. Pull the exact copy of myself out. Okay, we, we, I got something for you at the end. If y'all can hold on to the end, I got something for you. <laughs> Woo. See, we just don't know. If we don't know how to function with each other, how are we going to know how to function in the body of Christ? We're going to hurt people? How many of y'all been hurt in church? I won't even look. Mm. Y'all know that's not supposed to happen. How many of you been hurt in the home? Okay. 
Okay. I'm not even going to look. That's not supposed to happen either. It only happens when there is misuse of what you're designed for. I told you, you will abuse if you don't know the purpose of a thing. You will abuse it. You will abuse it. Okay. Let me see where I want to hit this thing at. Okay. So we, we talked a little bit yesterday about the woman as being the enhancer. Well, she got to have something to enhance. Just uh, why the woman is frustrated because she know what that she know what she wants. She she know this thing, but the hard thing is to get that male to hear her. And and she's only prophesying what you put in her. It's funny how we don't like to oh hear ourselves. See, you keep, I keep looking at my wife, but she's not my wife. She is me. And I don't like to argue with me. I don't like to fight with me. I don't want to abuse or let down me. The Bible said, no man has held it, hated himself. How can I hate myself? How can I divorce myself? Wow. That's good. He said, when they get married, they become one flesh. That's why when he saw, he said, oh, that's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. But there's something different. She has a wound. Okay. Oh, she has a wound, but she's man. Woe man. Okay. All right. I know y'all have heard this 50 million times in church, but we'd have no revelation of what's really going on. Ooh, okay. Woo! T said we got to be quick today. Can't listen, can't keep you long. <laughs> Woo! Okay, all right, hold on. Here we go. <sighs> okay. Here we go. I was saying enhance it. Just want to go over a few things. When a woman understands her purpose and how it relates to the man's purpose, oh, my God. That's why I say, see, the woman supposed to work with the work of the man. That's right. If the man don't know the work, then the woman can't work with the work of the man. And you're mad because she's saying, I come to work. I'm the helper. That's my job. That's my nature is to help. I told you, I gave you all the example. We want to move, you know, this thing weighs two, this thing weighs 300 pounds. Right? This thing weighs 300 pounds. Put, put that, there's something in my marriage that weighs 300 pounds. Whatever that is, a job, money, whatever. Put, put it in there, right? So I, I need a helper. And it weighs 300 pounds. I can't call Janae because she can't help me move it. To help me move it, she got to be equal in strength or stronger. So the woman, oh my God, she might be So to move this 300 pounds, I got to have somebody of equal 
or more strength than myself. Hello? Isn't that right? Basic physics, right? So you can't be the weaker. See, we read an interpretation that's wrong. Weaker doesn't mean weaker in physical strength. It means he's delicate. I know you heard it, but it sounds good. And even the fifth time you heard it again. She's delicate. That's what that weaker vessel means. Doesn't mean that she's physically strong. Because I know some women stronger than some men. I know some women, so it can't mean that. That scared me, though, but. Okay. All right. Here it goes. When a woman understands her purpose and how it relates to the man's purpose, she can bring much healing and fulfillment to her relationships. She may even be able mm, to alleviate, I love women, love that, alleviate some of the situation and misuse and abuse of her life. Mm-hmm. She, as a, as, a, as a receiver, you got to be careful. You'll be amazed what a woman um, who knows her purpose can become. Mm, you'll be amazed. And I told you, purpose determines design and position, authority, and submission. See, this is the problem with, with uh, us. We, we, we want to just really go with the authority. Let me show y'all what that means real quick so we don't get a misuse of that. Men, hello. You got to lead with love, man. Mm-hmm. You got to lead with love. Uh-huh. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I got somebody harmonizing with me back there. Okay, hold on. Authority means the power or right to give orders. Make, uh-oh, decisions. See what's built in your men? And enforce obedience to them bad kids. Authority, the power and right to give orders and to make decisions and to enforce obedience. None of that will work if you're not obedient. None of it. That means to just keep reading it. Okay? See, then, that, oh my God, then you, then you don't understand that you're supposed to have dominion. And, and dominion is, is, in the Hebrew is radah. Okay, listen. I know I'm bouncing out, but just catch it. Dominion means kingdom, royal sovereignty. It means to govern. It means to rule. It means to control. It means to master. It means to manage. It means to lead. And it means, listen, to, it takes it take privilege against whatever it bears up against. Listen, this is why it's so important. Say, when he told you, he said, now, Adam, have dominion. When God says something, he says it forever. He never changes. So Terrence, have dominion. See, see that? See, Sean, have dominion. See, Bobby, have dominion. That means to govern, to rule, to control, to master, to manage, and to lead. When he told you that, he don't take it back because you are a man. That's what he created you. 
to do is to, do, to dominate, basically, but in his will. That's what we won't do. Oh, my God. Ooh, here we go. This one, y'all women love this one yesterday. The woman is man's companion. Mm, oh, maybe I didn't give y'all that one yesterday. The male was created first and was given the role of, uh-oh, here we go. Don't get mad at me, man. The male was created first and was given the role of responsibility. Spiritual leader. Ship and visionary. Come on. Mm. It was not meant to live in an isolation to fulfill his own call. An enhancer, the woman, is a co-leader who shares his vision and works with him to accomplish what they were both created to do. See, husband and wife, you were created to do something. But we just don't get it. Because you're doing your purpose. But you were created with a purpose. Oh, but you have a free will agent. You have your own free will. To obey or disobey. That's what your kids do. They, see, you have to be taught obedience. You have to be taught obedience. Sometimes I have to put you out in the garden to teach you that, Adam. Mm. Nothing happened. Nothing happened when she ate the fruit. Nothing happened when she touched the fruit. Nothing happened. But when, he, when Adam ate it, everything happened. Because I gave it to you to tend. I, wait a minute. Who gave you that seed? I didn't give you that seed. Who gave you that seed? Who gave you that fruit? I didn't give you that fruit. Why did you bring that fruit to me? I didn't give you that. See, she left from underneath. Then the enemy's there waiting to plant another seed. Be careful when you step outside of the marriage. Be careful. But if you was committed, you wouldn't have that problem. You don't have to worry about that. You need to make a decision. God always tells you when he makes something before he makes it. God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper, a suitable. See that? No, I guess we got it going in there. Hold on. <laughs> The woman is good for man. I'm going to go back to that in a minute. The woman is good for man. Mm -mm -mm. Ain't that right, man? Okay. God said mm -mm. it is good for man. It is, it is, uh, it, God said it is not good for man to be alone. It is clear that God made, when he made this statement, he meant that he was about to create for man something that was good for him. Therefore, the word, uh, the word said women, uh, I told you women said yesterday, say it again, uh, women are good. Say, women say, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm the good thing. I'm good. Okay, God said you are the good thing. That's right. Okay. Females are good. 
The woman was created for man's good. She was created for the man's good. Not another woman's good. She was created for man's good. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. We're going to get there. Yeah. I got something there for that, too. As I said yesterday, when something is made from something else, it has within it that which the other thing needs. That's why she came out of Adam. Did y'all hear that? This is why she came out of Adam. Okay. He pulled the goodness out of Adam. He didn't go back to the earth. He went back to the source. Okay. Oh, listen. When something is made to be good for something else, it has, to, it has that which is in the other thing that it needs. Therefore, everything God created the female to be is good for the male. Not for another woman. It's good for the male. A female, she's very good, as I said yesterday. Right? And if you don't know that she's good, you will abuse her. Hello? Yeah. How many women have been abused in here? You know you have, right? Yeah. Okay, you don't have to raise your hand nothing. All right. All right. And a woman can abuse her nature if she doesn't understand why she is like she is. So you can let the wrong person in your life because you don't know who you are. Okay. As enhanced, the woman enables the man to accomplish the vision and purpose for which they were both created. She shares in this vision, encourages the man along the way, helps him to accomplish it. If a man has a vision, a woman should do everything in her power to see it come to pass. Don't burn down your house. Don't talk about your husband. Please don't talk about it with nobody else. Don't burn down the house. Right? Okay, we don't want to do that. It's, it's, enough, it's enough of that burning down. Mm, mm, mm. You hanging in there? All right, we're going to get there for y'all. Uh, here we go. Mm. I got a few minutes here. Hold on. Peter's looking at me. I know she is. Uh, life giver. The wife, the woman is the life giver. It has been said that the pressure exerted on a woman's body during delivery would kill a man. She's strong. Oh, she's strong. She's strong. She's strong. Listen to this. See, then the women, they know they up. You sure couldn't. The pressure is so heavy that the male body could not physically hold up under it. Okay. Mm. This phenomenon sheds a light on this verse right here. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. See, I don't care whatever man say to you, women, and whatever. This is what you need to say. To, this is what you need to put in the atmosphere. Once you understand who you are, that I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. My God. See, God built the woman. But he formed the man. He built the woman. When you build something, you take your time, precision, work. Right? Okay. All right. He added some few things. When God created the woman, he was able, listen, 
when God created the woman to be able to carry a baby to term and to deliver that baby. That, listen, he gave her an extraordinary capability or capacity. Hmm. He built her so that she could do what the designer wanted her to do. The woman was designed to be able to gestate or to conceive, carry a baby to term, to bring forth the new life in the world. Y'all don't understand. Y'all better respect these women. God designed the woman as a life giver beyond her physical abilities. Mm. It permeates her entire makeup as a female. Therefore, the third aspect of the, of the female's dominion role is that she is meant to conceive, develop, and give new life or to incubate that which she receives into herself. Okay. All right. So we're going we're gonna to go into that a little bit more. Hold on here. That word incubate is going to be powerful. Y'all hold on. Woo. After the fall, but... Before the fall, man and woman were banished from the garden. The man gave the woman the name. And I told you the name was uh, Eve or Hava, which means life giver. It is, it is significant that God did not um, cause the man and the woman to leave the garden before Eve was named. As I mentioned earlier and when I was doing this, her, her ability to bear children, her role as life giver was part of God's original design and is not a result of the fall of man. The only thing that came after the fall of man with birth and was that she would have pain. But she was supposed to produce. That's why she has a womb. Okay. All right, y'all got that? So a lot of times we, we get that mixed up. The woman essentially is a life giver. She was given the ability to conceive the seed of the male and to reproduce after its kind. This is an awesome capability. God gave the female a powerful responsibility in the world. Oh, but here we go. This is something we probably didn't know. The woman has a physical womb. She has an emotional womb. She has a mental womb. She has a spiritual womb. Basically, the woman is a womb. Okay, all right, okay, all right. During physical pregnancy, the woman body undergoes a complete transformation. The lining of her womb thickens in order to create an environment for the new life to be developed while it keeps it protected, safe, and warm. My God, y'all don't even understand. That's a garden in a garden. Listen, y'all don't even understand it. Her hormones level changes, listen, to prevent miscarriage. Her brain chemistry alters. Her nutrients are directed to go to first to her unborn child and secondarily to herself. Her center of gravity switches. So that she can, listen, keep her balance while she shares her body with her unborn child. How dare you? Listen to this. You don't understand what's, you don't understand life and what's happening when that woman has that child. Oh, God. 
listen, you don't understand it. There's many changes that occur to her. Pregnancy is in, and God has built it in her. See, this is why a man can never carry a child. It's not built in him. He designs everything with a purpose. Oh, just like your circumstance you're going through right now, it has a purpose. You just don't want to carry it full term. You want to abort it right the way, but he's trying to build something in you. You don't understand it. He builds an environment. Jesus, my God. Woo! Pregnancy is a remarkable process that shifts the focus and effort of the woman's entire body to the task of developing the new life within her womb. Woo! Woo! I think there's a lot of new life up in here. I feel this new life in this place. See, 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 it's not just, it's not just the, the physicality of the baby or the pregnancy. It's what is God saying with new life? What is he saying with new life? That means new choices, new direction. Man, that's what I'm trying to understand you. Bible said the man is blessed who quiver is filled. He's blessed. See, but you don't understand that. You don't understand that because the more children have, the more that you're going to need. The more that you're going to go to your source, men. Your job's not your source. Your job's not your source. You can lose your job. That's not your source. Hello? Y'all is rowdy. Okay. Man, man. Don't scare Bobby back there. Come on now. <laughs> well, I'm saying, well, these women is rough today. See, this is what I'm talking about. So you need to come be fed today. What's going on? What is happening? See, this is all God's design and plan. This is still Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. This is where we are right now. Man. Yet the woman's dominion role as life giver is not limited to caring and delivering a human child. We, we, We could call her an incubator because, listen to this, her very nature reflects her inclination to develop and to give New life to things, men. Ooh, she's an incubator. This purpose for the woman is not, listen, surprising because there is often a reflection of the spiritual in the physical world. As Paul said in Romans chapter 1, listen, since God created the woman to just, a woman's gestational ability, that means carry a child, as an intricate part of her nature, this ability permeates all areas of her life. She has a physical womb, but she also has a, an emotional womb. She has a mental and, 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 and instinctual womb. She has instinct. 
and a spiritual womb. She brings forth life in all these areas of her makeup. Oh, y'all don't know y'all women. No, you mean you do not know what you got. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But you are a recipient. Okay, hold on. Everything about her is a womb. She receives things into herself. Nurtures them until they mature. And then gives them back in fully developed form to you. You better be careful. She's a womb. You got to be careful what you say. What you plant because she's a womb. Uh, y'all don't know. I'm going to help y'all how to understand these women. Hello? And I'm going to need you stop acting like you got one because you don't. What's your emo- Ain't nothing worse than an emotional man. In the back, back there, did, am I all right? Am I okay? And okay, she said, huh? That's it, I like that. That's the answer right there. See how, see how the enemy comes to switch the roles of the man and the woman. Right? I told y'all that last week, right? When, when World War II came, what would happen? The, the men had to go off to war. So the women were left at home. But they had factories. So the women started being employed. Before they were home. Then they got to go make bullets and tanks and all this technology. That's empowering. So after the war, the man comes back home. And she's not at home. She at work at his job. So now he's mad. It starts another war in the home. See, out of position. I move him out of her environment. Cause chaos in the home. I think it's how come men, how come a woman to work two jobs and a man can't do one? Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I got some women here. Look at Berta. God, dog, Berta, Berta, two kids, finish school. Got a job that's super demanding, and she don't miss no services. None. You get a hang there, you can't come. You know why? Because you're out of order, and you're not submitted. You use any excuse. You don't fight to get in. You fight to stay away. And the more you stay away, the easier it is to stay away. Y'all hear that? The more you stay away, the easier it is to stay away. Man. Let's get back to the one. Okay. Whew. She's a womb. Be careful, man, what you say. Okay. Okay. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. We're talking about the incubator, right? It's, it's, it's her nature. It's women, y'all need to know your nature. Okay? For example, you know... Uh, uh, a sperm isn't much without an egg, right? And the egg um, uniting with the sperm is what creates the human life, correct? All right, y'all been there in school, y'all know this stuff. And the result is an embryo or cell, right? 
it begins to multiply. When it is in the nurturing environment. Men, did y'all hear what I just said? She multiplies. She's an incubator. When it is in a nurturing environment. Right? Of the womb. What started as a sperm and an egg ends up a fully formed human. The fetus has developed so that it has new life of its own, right? Similarly, the woman takes from the people, uh oh, listen, an environment around her, especially her husband, if she is married, right? And creates something entirely new with what she takes in. Women, or many women, don't even know that they are blessed with such an awesome purpose. Everything goes back to purpose and design of God. The woman nature is to be a receiver. And that is why she can receive the seed of the male in order to create a new life, a new human. Yet, it is not only a matter of receiving, but also of being able to transform what she has received in a remarkable way that she makes in her incubator. A womb can make, or a womb can, a womb will never give back uh-oh, what you just put in it to receive. Oh, did y'all hear that? A womb will never give back to you just what was received. It always takes what you've given it, and multiplies it. Wow. Wow. So you give her a, a sperm, she gives you a human life. Wow. You've you got to understand what she is. When a woman receives an idea and incubates it, it becomes something greater. Something bigger, something stronger, something more dynamic. Whatever you give a woman, she's going to multiply it. Amen. Whatever you give them, they're going to multiply it. Like I told you, if you give her a baby, a sperm, she'll give you a baby. If you give her a house, she'll give you a home. If you give her groceries, she'll give you a meal. If you give her a smile, she'll give you her heart. She multiplies and enlarges whatever you give her. You give her a word, she'll give you a sentence. You give her a sentence, she'll give you a paragraph. You give her a paragraph, she'll give you a book. And if you give her hate, she'll give you hell. She incubates. She multiplies. And she never gives you what you gave her. It's in her nature. 
So what happens if you give her joy? See, it, it won't make it so bad if the lights is out. If you're loving her, right? If you're still coming to church and you still, she see you praying. She still see you open up the word. She still see you acting in love. She, see, she's going to take that and she's going to give that back to you. She's going to give that back to you. She's an incubator. She's an incubator. Okay, all right. I guess I got to cut it short here. I'm going to stick to my thing. Hold on. Yeah, I, hey, I got next week. I, got, I ain't got work. Huh? I can, hold on. I didn't hear that. See, I heard I'm going to give her something else. I'm putting something else in it. 20 minutes. I'm putting 20 minutes in the incubator. I said, get back. Not 20 minutes. I said, get back. Do. Okay. I'm putting it in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is the last thing I want to say here. Now, let y'all go. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, here we go. So, okay. Man, I got to get back into the next week. Okay, I'm trying to get a point where I can leave off here. Imagine women something. So you got you got your your husband, and he's learning his call, and and you ask him, you say, "This answer, be honest with me, women," and you say, oh. "Hey, um, what do you think about this situation? What should we do?" And he turns to you and says, "What do you think?" <laughs> okay, see that that's good God. That's what I'm saying. See, the guy got the right response. Don't that make you mad? Because you're saying, you're saying, so you're trying to help him with his work. His job is to make decisions. But he's trying to put it back on you. What do you think? What do you think? No, I can make the decision. But I'm right now, I'm just asking you, but I can make the decision. Based on my data that I have retrieved from you and my interaction, or I can make the decision. See, a woman wants that man to make that decision. Get mad. He's going to turn it back to you. What do you think? I just asked you. I'm trying to help you. That's your job. What decision do we make for the family? What do we do? I mean, don't make a decision and you haven't consulted your wife. See, now you're going to cause her to short circuit. Now she can't function in her call. Now she, listen, I told you, women also enhance it means she absorbs. So now you're making her absorb this mess now. She can't help it because that's her nature. See, that's what happens with men and women. They get upset because you don't know each other's nature. Okay. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. Uh, I, go, 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 go here right quick. Let me get this in here real quick. This is going to be in my end. Go to Genesis chapter. Genesis chapter 2. I know. Hallelujah. Y'all getting something? Are we getting some stronger, more relationship? We get some understanding about each other? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Bible says there's safety in the counsel of many. So you need, you need to do that. I got to consult some things with my, myself here. Let me talk to myself. 
This, we don't look at, she just look at it like that's Melvin. No, no, that's me. That is me. Boy, when you get the revelation that that's you, you're going to understand, you're going to treat you nice. You're not going to be so quick to fuss at yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, here we go. go Genesis chapter 2, 18. Let's, let me see here. Let's see where we are. Uh, we're, gonna be, we're almost there, y'all. Okay. Um, yeah, start at 18. Genesis chapter 2, beginning at verse 18. Now the Lord God said, it is not good, sufficient, satisfactory that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper meet, mm. suitable, adapted, mm. complimentary oh, for him. For him. Amen. All that's for you. Why are you fighting you? She's adaptive to whatever foolishness you done done. Was that, was that too harsh? Bobby, was that too harsh? Okay. Because right. we do some we, we do some we do some dumb things. Hello? Come on, man. We're there back there. Okay. All right. Let's make sure y'all with me. Okay. We do some things. And then wonder why she's saying what she's saying to me. How could you? Okay. All right. Then she gotta absorb. All of that, because she's going to do it. That's why she don't leave right away. You do. Keep putting yourself out the garden. Okay. So he said here, that is not good for man to be alone. This going to be good, y'all. It's not good for man to be Alone. Can we just listen, just, just listen to that for a minute? So I told y'all in, in the beginning, man is the species. Okay, I'll give it to you again. Insect. There's a whole lot of subspecies under insect. Right? Okay. Trees. There's a whole lot of species. Birds. There's a whole lot underneath birds, right? So when he said man, species. Man is plural. But I'm going to make this species man, male, and female. One species, but it's called man. Bird, but other birds. Insect, but other insects. I'm going to make man, but have male and female of man. So really it's all man spirits that's in here. The spirit of man. Oh, I got some. I can't. Oh. Okay. So, so, so. So, what he said, hold on, y'all follow me real close. It's not good for man to be alone. Right then, when he was doing this in Genesis, that was only man, the species, man. But I got to get all of the men 
out of man. When he said, he says, as one man transgressed, we all have sinned. From one man blood, we all came. What he said to Adam, he said to all of us. But we were still in Adam. He only made one flesh from the earth. From the Adama. He only made one. He only made one. One. I don't care. Ethnicity, whatever you want to go with. Black, white, whatever. He only made one man. But I got all these other men, male and female, inside of man. I got to get them out. I got to get them out. Well, I can't make another man to get them out. I need to make a womb man. I got to be able to get, make something that can bring forth those other men that are inside of Adam. He said, it's not good for him to be alone. Hold on. A-L-O-N-E. Follow me. A-L. Add another L. All one. I can't have them all be all one. I got to get them out. It's not good for him to be all in one. Boom. I got to get them. It's not good for him to be all in one. Alone. All you got to do is put another L with the other L. All one. It's not good for him to be all in one. He can't multiply. He cannot multiply all in one. He cannot multiply. I need to make. I need to pull out of him. An exact. Copy. This is why he built her. See, he had he put him to sleep. Adam put you to sleep. Because if you if you find this out, you're gonna be in the room, Adam, trying to pull out another woman. So I need to put you fully asleep so you won't learn how to do this. Because you were created in my image, you can do just what I can do. Okay. But you're gonna do it the way I tell you to do it. Amen. So with inside of you, Adam. You still have the X and Y chromosome inside of you. The woman only has what? One. But I carry both of them. The blood comes from the father, not the mother. This is why when the Holy Spirit came unto Mary, (laughs) this is why 
It was not the blood of the of Mary. It was blood of the Father. The Holy Spirit is going to come on you and you're going to what? Conceive. This is how you know he was divine. It didn't come from Joseph. This is how he can have two natures. Unto you, a child is given unto you, a son. One is flesh and one is divine. Same scripture right there. And he shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. That's the natural part. You could touch. But his, ooh, it's not good. It's not good. All in one, I need to make him a helper to bring out all of humankind. Then y'all men sitting right here, you, you, it's the same image of God that you have. He pulled Adam out of himself. So life comes out of you. That's why he is your father, your source. She came out of you. And she came out of you. That's why she, you are her source. That's what, see, that's why a woman can never be father. That's why a woman can never be father. Because woman was made up for man. And not, the Bible said, man for her. She was made for man. She came from Man, she has no seed. Did y'all get that? Woo, the women who are with child now. Some who don't know that they are. It's an environment being created in you. A protection. The nutrients. It, it goes to the child first. See, y'all don't understand. See, your home is the same scenario. That's why the father is the protector. Oh, provider. Oh, sustainer. The father. The father. He's my source. I'm your source. Oh, y'all did. Y'all better take that away from me because I'll keep going. Man, this is, this is why... This is why, come on, here, Tom. That's why they hate when the woman, she's an incubator. So when you tell her something, when you tell her something, man, you get mad because she holds it. And then she turns to you and prophesies what you told her. What you said. You said you weren't going to quit your job. You said you're going to work. You said you're going to do this. You said you're going to do that. See, she takes that idea, Peaches. She takes that business that her husband got, and she see what he don't see. And she multiplies it. She nurtures it. She feeds it. And what y'all men do sometimes, y'all say some things to these women, and what, you're trying to figure out why this day did she go off? Because she just gave birth to what you planted nine months ago. Babies on board. Be careful what you say. And you could be 90 years old. That's, see, a mother never forget her son. Look at me. Remember, man, 
That's not the position you're supposed to be in. It's here. I'm the foundation. So when she fall, I can hold her. I can't do that if I'm in front of her. You don't even know she failed. Your position is the foundation to hold her up. Glory to God. What's the dynamic teaching? Amen. We just thank the Lord for the word that he's given us today. I really pray that the men and the women really get a better understanding of your role and how you can really have that balance and that complete harmony in your marriage and in your home. And that's going to filter down to your children as well if you have kids. Amen. I just want to leave you with two words um, for the men, authority, and for the women, incubator. So authority, men, see, because there's some frustration I'm sure that the men have really. Um, and that's mainly really with your, your role and the responsibility that you have. And you have a responsibility that is a... That's a strain on your mind, strain in your physical body, um, even also in your emotions. So you have this internal fight that's going on a lot of times with yourself. And that spills out with your spouse. The fight that you have from within. A lot of men have, and I'm not speaking this from a, a man perspective, I'm speaking this from a woman observation hear me, is that you fight from within. You're fighting yourself. You're fighting what you're not and what you could be. You're fighting where you think you should be. You're not there. You're, you're fighting. You're fighting with your past. You're fighting that your father wasn't there. You're fighting with a lot of things. That's why most men are angry, because there's a fight. But you don't realize what authority that you have when it comes to the woman. You, you have the authority to command. You have a power that the woman does not have. You have a right that's legal. You have the right to command her mind coming to complete obedience. See, you, Sean, can actually command your entire house to be at ease. See, you have that power, but you're not utilizing the power that you have because you're using the, the power of the world that comes with being a man. And that's the falsehood of power. You're using that power of the world to rule your wife and children. So you get flashback. You get kickback. But you have that power to command the thoughts and behavior of the wife. You actually can declare. Matter of fact, you are responsible for her lack of growth. You're responsible for her immaturity. 
and her being overly emotional and crying and anxiety. You are responsible for her imbalance because you are to command that she be balanced. Otherwise, she can't help you because being an incubator woman of God, that means that you have the environment to promote growth. You have the power within you, Sammy, to promote. I'm talking about lasting, permanent growth. We can no longer be comfortable in our house. I don't want you to do something just to say you don't to make me, to appease me. The man should do and make the choice for the family that this is what we're going to do. Because he understands how to lead the family. There has to be some leading. Because to be real, after we've all been in the world, and some still, some whatever in the world, we've been out there with people party, party hard, we drink, we've done, we done all of that. Right? We've done all of that. And when it's all said and done, there's still, I mean, I still need another high. I need something else. I need another drink. I need another vice. Because I can't seem to get to the place of who I really am. See, but what we've been doing is still just going to work. Going to your job. Paying your car note. And that is the sum of your life. And then someone didn't you, I mean, get a notice, you're late. Threaten you're going to get put out. Or foreclose on your home. And then I need to work more. I can't even enjoy my spouse because we all keep working. I mean, how smart are you really? And at what age are we really going to wake up, people of God? We should want to come to a place of absolute balance in our life. That when I look over at my husband, I'm completely satisfied. There is no want in my life. He is my source. Emotionally, spiritually, Materialistic, he is my source. That's why I say there's no place I really want to travel. When I look at my husband, I've already been to that place. There's no ocean that I need to see and no sunset. Because when I look at him, oh, I've already seen it. Oh, see, y'all, y'all don't know about that kind of love been married 14 years and I still look at my husband and I say oh you give me a reason just to want to smile he don't have to do anything and he does nothing no more for me he's truly done enough 
because he's always mindful of me. So when he asked me, how are you doing today? It means, how are you doing? I'm talking about my mind, my emotion, my heart towards him. Are you broken? Are you in balance today? How is your thinking today? It means, Sheena, it means the wholeness. How are you doing today? Sean, see, I'm telling you, you're hearing something new and different today because God wants to do something new and different in your life. It's not about, oh, I need to get this right. Or, see, church has messed people up. I got this. Oh, when I, oh, I, 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 they're going to criticize me. I'm smoking. I'm drinking. And God ain't concerned with that. We, 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 God is concerned with the mind of man and the heart of man. So I can get you to your real purpose. And, and so, see, we're fighting and we're arguing in a home because, you know what? The environment is not right in the home. I should always, and you should always look at your spouse and say, I just can't believe life is this good. And until you can say that, you don't have a heavenly marriage. I'm saying to look at my husband and say, life is just too good. I thank you for coming out. God has already done something. I'm talking about miraculously in your life. How? I'm telling you, Lord God, you don't know how we are praying and sending up prayers for the woman of God because she got to be ready for you. She got to be ready for that anointing on your life. Hallelujah. And she's going to look at how and she said, my life is too good. <laughs> Lord God, you must come take me away. <laughs> Glory to God. This is the time now that uh, if you need prayer, ministers, please come up. I'm telling you. Just agreement, Lord God, I want to be in that position to where my spouse look at me and said, life is just too good. <laughs> Glory to God, life is just too good, Dina. <laughs>